Hey, everybody. Welcome back. HSC Podcast 45. Got Big Box Steve on the mic, the Big Smooth, Derek, and Fresh Wes. Uh, Wes, your camera always looks like you're in fog. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's worse than you. Yeah, it's just dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah, I just smudged it. <clears throat> uh, so... Going into week 16 here uh, of NFL season, so we talk about today. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like. Uh, make sure you leave comments. And if you're listening on uh, Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, thanks for listening. Uh, new content every week. So before we jump into uh, week 15 review and, and week 16, uh, did you guys see the the Pro Bowl rosters came out? Yeah, I was talking to Wes about that yesterday. Yeah, I mean, first of all, what's the deal with the Pro Bowl this year? I mean, what do you guys think about the Pro Bowl this year? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, no one goes to it anymore, so they got to do something. So, I guess just well, instead of just doing just a list, they're just gonna have a flag football game. So. <laughs> I mean, what is it like Survivor now? Is that what they're doing? I, mean, I heard I heard they're like doing like different competitions. Like, yeah, they're gonna. You know, they're trying to do some NBA Saturday and some axe throwing. But remember, don't you remember when they used to do that though? Yeah, they, well, that was like, like, was that like in the off season or something? And you would see them like do like competitions. Yeah, it was like the star something star. Yeah, I mean, we're we're really young now. I, I don't mind the uh, skills competitions. I like the skills competitions, yeah. you know, ex especially if they expand it to all all positions. You know, everybody's doing different skills for their position, and you do get to see, you know, who's better at certain skills. Uh, I like those. I, I don't necessarily need to see them out there, like who, who can, you know, axe throw or who can catch <laughs> the biggest fish or, you know, whatever they're going to do. Just, <laughs> I just want to see Tyree kill and then do tag. Like, okay, how many guys does it take to tag Tyree Hill? You know? Right. Yeah. It's, uh, but, you know, the, so the flag football thing, I guess, you know, I guess if you think about it, nobody's going to get hurt, hopefully. You know, I mean, you could still, you know, blow out a, a ACL or, you know, it's still, yeah. you're still doing You can the do same that things. anytime. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, and, and so I got to, I kind of go back and forth with that. I guess we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm not, it's kind of like, you know, the NBA, at least they're still playing basketball, you know, where now the football is just like, it's not really even football anymore. Right. But with the NBA, they have all fully guaranteed contracts. Right. So if they get hurt, no big deal. In football, there's so many partial, you know what I mean? Partial guarantees or this, or we can cut you for this dead cap money. And so then it's like you like a Lamar Jackson. Is he going to really want to play in the Pro Bowl if he doesn't have a new long term contract? Right. So it's about money. Yeah, and and uh, it's going to be interesting. See, I like how they brought in some flag football coaches or players or you know mm -hmm. people that have experience in flag football or you know um, that to help them out. I think that's cool. You know, so maybe it'll be a little more exciting when you have people that are involved in flag football. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, kind of show them how to play. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I do miss the old days of the Pro Bowl where they really played. You know, I mean, the Pro Bowl wasn't ever like a hardcore game, but I, when we were kids, they played the Pro Bowl. Like it was, it was a game. Come on, Wes. You know who we want to talk about? It was like it was like AFC. It was like AFC NFC. Like they actually cared. Like yeah. They, they like, what about Jack Youngblood? <laughs> Breaking his leg in the Super Bowl and then still playing in the Pro Bowl the next week. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that intense, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, back you know, I guess we're super young, but even in the '90s, like it was fun to watch. You know, yeah, they cared and then, they wanted to do it. Right, right. So there were there were some good players to watch back then, and and they cared about the game, and it was a fun game to watch because you don't ever get to see all of them together like that playing, you know, as those those super teams. And so and that, the last thing I remember about the Pro Bowl is uh, when Sean Taylor was lighting people up in the Pro Bowl, like he right. <laughs> everyone's like playing half speed. He's like they're like going full speed. That was kind of cool. Well, I mean, you know, he's a competitor. Yeah, <laughs> what are you, just like, whatever, you're going to play half speed. I'm just going to light you up. You know? well, I want to know, Steve, what about who's the snubs of the Pro Bowl? Yeah, I mean, kind of take a look at the roster. You know, I, I guess this one thing st- stands out to me also. You do see, in my opinion, how much better the AFC is than the NFC when you look at the Pro Bowl rosters, right? So let's talk about Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. You know, and then who does the NFC got coming in? Hurts, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right? What? Now, if, if you're making that comparison of quarterbacks, I mean, just the quarterbacks alone, you're like, Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, uh, or Mahomes, <laughs> Josh Allen, and uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. What would you rather have? <laughs> right. Uh, so that was one thing that stuck out for, first. And then uh, – just across the board, I think all the position players, because then the, the NFC's got Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, and Miles Sanders, right? I think Saquon has had a great year, and he to me, he's a, he's a pretty good um, overall back. But then you compare the AFC's got Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, and Derrick Henry. You know, right. I don't think, again, I don't think there's a comparison there as far as who's got the better running backs. Yeah, or, I mean, how, but, how does some, Tony Pollard and Miles Sandals get in? You know, I mean, yeah, um, Christian McCaffrey. Hello, you're right. <laughs> so that was that that stuck out quite a bit, and also now you go to the receiver, Tyreek Hill, Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Jamar Chase on the AFC versus uh, the NFC's got. Justin Jefferson, I mean, obviously, you know, one of the best there. A.J. Brown's had a pretty good, really good year, but then C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin, you know. So rounding out their four, like Justin Jefferson, to me, is the only one that competes with those four wide receivers from the AFC. Yeah. And that's where my big snub is, is my affinity for the Lions. Amon St. Brown should have been made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I think if he wasn't hurt, he probably would have. I still think he has better numbers than McLaurin. Right. I'd have to check, but. Uh, McLaurin's had a good year. I mean, a decent year. You know, it's not like he's, he's, um, you know. No, I mean, no, he's been decent. McLaurin's ninth in in total yards. Uh, St. Brown is 10th. Oh. 
I mean, but St. Brown's missed. Yeah, he what? missed what, two or three two games? games. Yeah, two or I three mean, games. But but St. Brown's got six touchdowns and Lawrence got three. I mean, right. So, yeah. How do you make the Pro Bowl with three touchdowns? Yeah. Well, I would I would have thought it maybe it was like baseball where they want to get everyone in one, but they didn't get the Bears or the Jaguars a Pro Bowl, or they're the only two teams that don't have one. Yeah, I I thought they had that rule at one time, didn't they? Didn't they no, have a rule just, like that? I just know baseballs had it because I think it's just there's only I don't know if there's enough. It'd be hard, I think, to do it for football. Yeah, I mean, who you can't? Who would you send off the Bears anyway? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Justin Fields or Eddie Jackson, right? That's I mean, I'd rather have Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins if I'm on the NFC Pro Bowl. Well, here's the other one. Jared Goff. Right. He's had a very good year. I know he it's more of his numbers, and we can tell that he's not as good, but Pro Bowl is not about who you would take over, number one overall or whatever. It's like what numbers you're putting up, and he's putting up huge numbers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got – he's eighth in um, total yardage. Uh, he's got 23 touchdowns, seven interceptions. You know, he's had a decent year. Yeah, I would say you would think Christian McCaffrey would have been up there. Yeah. Um, on the AFC side, I think the AFC, you know, they pretty much got the best at the positions, you know. I don't see, a, at least the, on the offensive skill positions, right. I don't see anybody else that really could. Yeah. I didn't dig into the defense too much uh, just because I was comparing the offense and it's just crazy how much better the AFC to me offense is uh, top to bottom. Um, so maybe that tells you something for the Super Bowl, right? It might be an AFC Super Bowl this year. Well, we usually say team with the best quarterback, right? Right. <laughs> So that'd be, that'd be fun to watch. Uh, so that's Pro Bowl. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Week 15, though. Uh, looks like I led the way at 13 and three. Uh, Derek, you you were what were you 11 and five? You said. Yep. And West was 10 and six. I think so. So Week 15, I think I don't think there was a lot of surprises. There were a couple swing games that I, I won where I, I went opposite, uh, like Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, I just Baltimore just without Lamar Jackson, it's just not a good team. <laughs> I don't think they're great. No, they they didn't even score a touchdown. No, right, three points. Like, <laughs> wow. That's a playoff team right there. <clears throat> uh, Philly didn't look overly impressive against Chicago. Yeah. Well, it's because you hurt their quarterback, which you're trying to screw me out of my fantasy football championship. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, it's, I heard it's still through for 315. Yeah, but he's out now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is you know – that's nice, you know. You, you want to run when you when you can run, but he just shows you you run too much and jeopardize the season. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get hurt eventually, right? Um, 
I mean, speaking of running quarterbacks, Fields runs for another 100 yards, 95 yards, like, you know, almost another 100-yard games. This guy's incredible when it comes to running the ball. I just can't believe that touchdown. Did you? Well, they didn't call the touchdowns. He stepped out on the nine, but that was one of the best runs I've ever seen from anybody, let alone a quarterback. That was crazy. Yeah, that was fun. That was crazy to watch. So, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with him down the road. But uh, if he can get a feel for passing, you know, put up a couple, you know, 200, 250 a game and still continue to run like that, he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks out there. Really tough to stop. Not only that is, you know, you probably need another year or two just kind of build, you know, get him some weapons, get him acclimated to those weapons and get a system that, he runs, but it's strategic. It's not like he runs for his life because a lot right. of times he's running for his life, and that's just not gonna last. So they need to be really smart about when when to coach him to run, <clears throat> and then throw the ball deep because I still think he throws one of the best deep balls. He does. Um, uh, he does throw a great deep ball. Their line is young, you know, and they they put money into developing their line, you know, so. It, it might be a couple years down the road, but their line will get a lot better if they keep it together. Uh, how about the Jacksonville-Dallas game? <laughs> that was so oh, funny. Poor, poor we were Dallas all watching fans. the Cowboys, right? <laughs> we were just – we were. I was watching with probably 50 people, and we are just all laughing. I was like, really? Like, But you know what? As you can see tonight, Jacksonville's pretty good. I mean, they they really got it dialed in, and uh, and they might win the AFC South. I was I was just looking at that; like they're right there with Tennessee, and they play Tennessee the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. They control their own destiny. They they, yep. the they went out, they get in. Titans, they're in. So, That's nuts. What a turnaround! Like, how does Tennessee just depends blow on it? Getting- doesn't Trevor Lawrence now doesn't look like a bust. Maybe it's because oh. Urban Meyer is a horrible NFL coach. Wow. I mean, totally. Or, you know, you know, uh, they get, I mean, they got the right hire, though. Doug Pearson's, Doug Pearson's a really good coach. It, it shows yeah. that he's really good with quarterbacks. And so he's really coached Lawrence up, he, you know, coaching, getting them to feel comfortable. And then, Lawrence is just excelling, excelling that offense. They, you know, everybody made fun of their free agency, but I think they did a really good job in free agency. Um, you know, they, well, maybe they, they overspent a little bit, yeah. but still, the three they, the, that big three that they have in like the two receivers and, and Ingram, they've produced a lot this year for them. Yeah, I don't think they're bad players. I just thought they way overpaid for them. Yeah, right. But I mean, you got to go after what's available, right? I mean, like you have the money to spend; they can't just sit on the money, right? They don't have; they have; they need to fill those positions. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna shoot, I mean, if you're aim aim high, you know, it's like if you're if you think that you have you can build a team that's that can get to the playoffs, and you're young, adding three, you know, maybe maybe over paying for a couple free agents, you know, it's it's worth it. When you have a young team, young quarterback, oh. I would love to see them go to the playoffs. Actually, um, I just, think they will. I think it'll do a lot for them their long term, 
if they made the playoffs this year. Like, I think they'd come into next season with a lot of uh, uh, momentum, you know, a lot of confidence. Unless Malik Willis gets extremely better in two weeks. <laughs> last time we watched him, it was it was uh, uh, it was bad. pretty unwatchable. The last time, although we you know, but well, we'll get to it later. Who the Titans got this week for Derrick Henry to feast on? But right, right. <laughs> um, I can't believe Steve, you haven't talked about the former of the, the formerly known as the Sunday night game and the Sunday night game. You had the the Patriots Raiders with the most insane ending right, yeah. of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's next. That was next. So I want to save like, some of the best for last, right? So yeah, the, it's like like Jim Marshall's like, oh sweet, someone else did something dumber than I did. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna see that. Uh, what's it? What, what's uh, what's that show called? The NFL Moments or Bloopers? The Bloopers or no, just when they when they do that that show, it's got the the voiceover with the guy. It's they talk about great NFL moments or whatever. Oh, oh Steve Sample. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I was I feel like I saw Jim Marshall a lot on that. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, and Garo Garo Yaprenimian always you would yeah. see his. This is gonna go down as. Just and then to, to top off Chandler Jones's stiff arm that oh like, gosh Mac Jones it's just like a man child stiff arm it wasn't even like a <laughs> stiff arm he literally just ran him he didn't try to go around him at all no. he went straight over the top of him pushed his head into the ground it was just like dude get out of my way I'm gonna run over you literally an hour after that happened there were t-shirts available like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, has to be because the problem was you like uh, the Raiders had you know the two touchdown lead at halftime yeah. and it was like the blown, Rams all over again. Yeah, they've blown more leads of. I think they're the only team in history to blow that many uh, two touchdown yeah. leads at halftime, right? Yeah, it's yep. it's four. They they broke the record and like so they, they have they have five. They almost had six. So mm-hmm. that's that's nuts, dude. I mean, this is why the Raiders, it's unbelievable that they're not a playoff team right now, right? Is because right. they are beating teams by multiple touchdowns halfway through the game, still losing those games. Yep. You know, and so. I feel like it's not, it's like the players will themselves in the ones that they actually win. It's not because the coaches, it's because the players are like, oh, we got to win these games. Right. Just like this game at the end, they drive down the field, score that touchdown, and then the defense. Now, who knows? It should have been an overtime game, but right. oh my gosh. That was so funny. I, I used to think, I think this tops the Miami one for me because I, I loved, I was watching that Miami game when they did the. Oh, yeah, the miracle. The miracle, you know, where they throw it and then the. Guy twists the back twice and runs, and then he outruns Gronk, and Gronk trips over himself. Like it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think this one might top that just because of how just crazy it is. Like, first it of was... all, where are you even throwing the ball back to? It's <laughs> like, not like what, what back goal? throw it forward. <laughs> right. Like, what was your goal there? That's what I didn't get. So uh, that, that had to be one of the best uh, 
endings I've seen. So I, I, that was awesome. I will say when I watched it, I was just kind of in shock. I didn't even move. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> I was like, this can't be happening. So what I uh, said was, was I, I saw the ball coming down and I saw, oh man, it's like Chandler Jones. There's only one guy that can stop him. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just collapsed. It's like it's like he went into the turf. It's like, you know, it's like he went to it into the basement of the turf. That's how bad he collapsed. That was just epic. That was so good. Uh, and then Sunday night game, obviously, uh, Giants and, and Commanders, you know, battling for that playoff spot. I don't know if you saw the percentages of like, Basically, if one, whoever won that game was going to be like 70 to 80 percent to go to the playoffs and whoever lost is going to go down to like 20 uh, percent or whatever. So it's like the biggest swing game of the year uh, for playoff. And then it comes down to a, a call at the end of the game, you know, an illegal formation call, which we just talked about. Right. We, we talked about this on the podcast, how they never call it. Right. <laughs> And here's because we were talking about this and my thing is, is yeah, it was a legal formation. Yeah, it sucks because he asked the ref and the ref was like, okay, you're good now. Right. But then don't swallow your whistle on the pass interference. If you're going to call that ticky tack, that illegal formation, because you're and then then don't and then let them play. For the pass interference, that's ridiculous. Let them play either way, then. That's not letting them play. The guy he was molesting him before the ball was even there. Yeah, he's got both hands wrapped around him, and the ball's still three, four yards out. Right. And so you got guy can't even get his hands up. Yeah, that was was ridiculous. It's like if you're gonna call the illegal formation, you better call the. It, it, was well, like... it was amazing because I I was watching the play and I saw him check with the ref. And I'm like, what, what what happened? Like, you know, I don't understand it. So yeah, I mean, and, and it it's obvious obviously it's like his job to make sure he's lined up correctly. It's not the ref's job, and you know, it's he wasn't on the line, so the ref called the penalty. But yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't like if they check with you, just don't answer or something. You know, <laughs> be like, I don't know, man. You tell me, because right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, you you shouldn't be relying on the ref there, especially at that position of the game. Like you, you got to know you're up on the line, right? But if you're the ref, you yeah, like you said, don't just say you're good and then throw a flag on them, right? Because that's BS. And they even there was like an article article about a slippery slope of um gambling with that one right. because that one play changed the direction of the game and and then the article was talking about how they looked at like you know because of the nba fixing games with um, mm-hmm. donahue they said that it couldn't happen in the nfl because there's too many things but in this instance right there he could have he calling that flag could have and it cost them the game and so he does have the power to do that right yeah and it changes a lot about the outcome you know not only the winner obviously but how close the score might have been right Right. i mean there's all all kinds of things 
because uh, you know maybe Washington gets it and misses the two point conversion and loses by two. You know, and I mean all kinds of things could have happened there that um, he definitely affects it. And and you hate to see referees controlling the outcome of the game in a negative way. Anyway, you know they're they're impacting the game instead of um, making the right calls or doing the right things. And and that's that's terrible to see in that important of a game. And then let's also make sure that everyone knows it's the commanders didn't deserve to win that game anyway. They were sucking the whole game. So, right. <laughs> yeah. They can't make an excuse. You know, yeah, you, it sucked, but you still had to get a two point conversion and you still hadn't played well at all the whole entire game. So, yeah. They, but, you know, that's what football's about, though. You know, coming back at the end and getting yourself, giving yourself a chance, right? Staying well, in the game. Here's the big one. And this was a crazy stat. The Commanders have played two games in the last three weeks, both of them against the Giants. Right. They have tied and lost. They've had three weeks of preparation for the Giants, and they can't beat them. Yeah. That's the reason. It's like you can't prepare for it because the Giants had to play a game in between. Well, and that's the thing. It's like if you've tied and lost, like, you know, the Giants deserve to go to the playoffs instead of you. Yeah. Here comes the Lions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lions going to the playoffs. going to be crazy. All right. So let's jump into week 16. Uh, overall, I gained a few spots back. Uh, so back to a you know about a four-game lead, I think, in the overall now. Maybe five games. I'll have to check that after we're done. But not, uh, not, not starting off well, right? So uh, uh, we we picked our week our Thursday matchup because we're doing this on Thursday instead of Wednesday, and uh, Derek goes with Jacksonville, West and I go with the Jets, and so we're already down one. West uh, that game didn't really go. I mean, I guess it did. I, I you know just Zach Wilson is just not good. And I figured, though, their defense, they'd run the ball well, their defense would play well. And neither of those really happened. I, I, so, what surprised me about Zach Wilson is you see ability, I guess. But it's the fact that the coaches, are, you understand he's, a, he's struggling and he's a young quarterback. And he, he has difficult with difficulties with progressions. Set it up, make it simple for him, and they didn't even do that tonight. He, right. He's like running around, he's throwing the ball like in you know in bad spots, and it's just like you know that's that's part of its coaching too. You, you need to set up the offense where you know you got to give him some outs, right? But he looked bad. No, I, I think I, you're right though. The offense was not well planned. It wasn't a good game plan. It didn't look fluid at all. I know their offensive line is, is hurting, but. You know, at the same point, again, set it up, give them some outs, you know. Yeah, and Jacksonville, they played well. You know, ETN ran the ball well. Uh, Ingram had a big uh, week, you know, 100 yards. Uh, and Lawrence, you know, just didn't make a lot of mistakes. So Jacksonville really deserved to win that game. But, uh, yeah, so Derek goes up 0-1 already. Well, no. Uh, Buffalo at Chicago will now be our first game to pick here. So, uh, Derek, why don't you lead us off? 
I feel bad every week because I want to pick the Bears. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, well, they're playing this team. Yeah. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> um, the Bears have had a really for a team that didn't make the playoffs this year, last year, they have a really hard schedule. Yes, they do. Yeah, I yeah. I got the Bills by 10 here covering. I just I mean, yeah. Chicago's ready. They're going to play tough, but they're ready for the number 2 pick and start over next year and they'll have a few their future quarterback and draft picks and money and rebuild fast, but not this year. No. And they do it. They're going to have a ton of cap room. And yeah, last, you don't want to get fields hurt here at the end of the season, you know, well, you want to keep them healthy. They need the number two pick. Cause that's the most important pick because somebody's going to trade a ton of stuff to get that number two pick to get, um, Stroud or Young, right? Yeah, and if and if they and I I would trade back if I was them for sure and try to get you know a couple extra picks and and go, go after their needs because obviously they're not going to draft Stroud or um, Bryce you know, Young guy Bryce Young yeah so uh, yeah they they got to lose <laughs> like you said almost <laughs> sometimes looks like they're trying to <laughs> uh, Wes what do you got? Well, I, I don't know if it's just me, but is, is the Bears like the best 3-11 and team in history? I mean, <laughs> talk about the most fun team to watch at 3-11. They got to be. I mean, they, they right. should get a I mean, They're fun to watch just because of Justin Fields. But it's kind of ridiculous in this game where you have two teams where the leading rushers are their quarterbacks. Isn't that funny? Josh Allen is <laughs> leading. Yeah. And Fields has exactly a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Jeez, and so crazy. What's what even more striking is the Bears receiving. Their leader is Mooney with four hundred and ninety-three yards. <laughs> I think, I think, I think you guys, uh, you guys kind of know who what you need to do in the off season. Well, and then Mooney hasn't played in a few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on IR. Yeah, so uh, need some weapons. Yeah, I, I just this is this is not. I think the Bills are going to come in and um, and they're going to they'll probably be uh, Bears by about fourteen two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm going to take Buffalo here because I don't think Chicago wants to win first of all, but they're mm-hmm. overmatched. You know, Buffalo's got too much um, offense for them. Their def- Chicago's defense isn't particularly great. Um, but you know, when you look at Chicago, they've played a lot of tough teams, a lot of playoff teams, and they've played them close, you know, uh, they, they have a very tough schedule and, and I think they are, I don't think anybody wants to play them at three and 11, you know, look at Philadelphia barely got out a five point win last week. So, uh, Buffalo won't take the game lightly. I don't think at all. And, and get, you know, come out win by 10, probably. I think the, the game time forecast is eight degrees. Jeez. Eight. <laughs> like, oh this is gosh. like the ice bowl. Like, they're going to have like seven ice bowl games. Well, and it's in Chicago, so you know it's going to yeah. be windy. So it's, it's going to be like minus 10. Yeah. Wind chill. Luckily, it's Buffalo who's used to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Buffalo's like, hey, we got the same weather. Or they might go play in Detroit. Like, yeah, right. sorry. <laughs> Too cold. 
Yeah, now it's too too cold and windy. It's not just snow anymore. They're like, like it's too cold and windy. Let's go play in a dome. (laughs) Well, yeah, because of the wind chill. With the wind chill, they said it was going to be negative eleven. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, New Orleans at Cleveland, Wes. Well, you got a five and nine team versus a six and eight team. Cleveland. I mean, I mean mathematically they're not out of it but you know they're just playing at home uh i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna take the browns just think that uh they're gonna play it safe run the ball chub um i think lave's hurt uh, i don't think he's playing this game i'm wrong about that and um uh game time temperature 10 degrees yeah so i think there's gonna be a lot of running i think <laughs> I think it's a heavy dose of Chubb, and I, I would not, I would not want be, uh, want to be the New Orleans defense tackling him in that type of weather. So no, I, I think it's ne- gonna be kind of ugly. Negative nine with wind chill. Jeez. No. Um, I, I kind of thought the same thing. New Orleans going into Cleveland. I, I think either on a, on a, any given day, either of these teams could win this game. But it being in Cleveland with the cold weather, the advantage I think goes to the running team, which is Cleveland there. So I, I got Cleveland also by a touchdown. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement here. But it's kind of funny. Deshaun Watson's probably like, what is this weather? I go from <laughs> South Carolina and Houston Clemson for this? <laughs> to a dome in Houston to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's going to be a chub game. Chubb and Hunt, so yeah, I got the Browns by seven. It's not going to be pretty. No, it'll be, it's going to be pretty ugly is what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, Houston at Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. I think Tennessee has to win this game. I mean, even without, you know, Tannehill playing, Houston's just – they look good sometimes, I guess. You know, it's weird. But they obviously – are the worst team in the league. So it's hard to take them at Tennessee, even though I don't think Tennessee looks very good right now. They look like they're on a, on a decline. And so uh, I, I still think they should win this game though. I got them by six at home. Yeah, this is what I was talking about. This is the Derek Henry game. He likes to feast on the Texans. His last, here is his stats for his last four games against the Texans. 211 yards, 212 yards, 250 yards, 219 yards. Jeez. Yeah, you're not joking, dude. So he goes for 200 every time he plays the Texans. The last four games, yes. So I need him to do it this week. (laughs) Yeah, you need, yeah. So this, this is, yeah. The perfect time for Malik Willis. Now, at least, you know, I'd like to see more option, more using his legs because he can't throw the ball. So, but yeah, I'm taking the Titans just because Derrick Henry loves the Texans. So I got the Titans by seven. What do you think, Wes? Yeah, it's three point spread, which I think, you know, I thought that's kind of. It's kind of low, but um, yeah. But again, that's uh, 
It's going to be a balmy 18 degrees to Nashville for this game. So I, it's a heavy dose of, yeah, Derrick Henry and lots of fun for Houston's defense tackling him in that weather. So uh, I'm taking the Titans uh, by 10. Let's see. Seattle at Kansas City, Derek. Oh, where I got my Kansas City, Seattle. So Chiefs are favored by 10. It's a home for the Chiefs. I'm going to check the weather on this one. It's got to be cold. It's got to be cold, right? Oh, These are cold. all going to be cold. 11 degrees. Game <laughs> and then what's the wind the wind chill? Oh, it's got to be bad there. It's always windy. Yeah, yeah. Kansas City. Negative six. So not, not as bad as the Bills Bears, but yeah. Uh, Seattle's used to rainy weather, they're not used to super cold weather. So yeah, I got the, I think the Seahawks have just they're gonna start fading away. And uh yeah, I got the Chiefs by 14. Yeah, it's a tough one. Wes, you agree? Yeah, I think the Chiefs uh win this game. I, you know, it's Kenneth Walker just not he's just not really that healthy can't really run the ball very well right now um and i think chiefs go out there and probably beat the seahawks by 13 yeah this is going to be interesting because i think uh i mean maybe kansas city will be fine throwing the ball you know a lot of what they throw the ball is to kelsey anyway right so it's not as bad as maybe if you're a, an aired out team in this kind of weather. Um, but I, I don't think Seattle, I think Seattle really lives and dies by throwing the ball. I think Walker's been good, but you know, they're the meat of their offense is those short passes from Geno Smith to Lockett and to Metcalf. So I don't know that they can do that in a cold weather environment. I don't think they could beat Kansas city anyway in regular weather. Mm -hmm. So I still think Kansas city wins this game by 10. Uh, so all in agreement there. Let's see. But New York, oh, the Giants at Minnesota. I think this was an interesting game. Curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this. So let's see, Wes, what do you got? Well, Minnesota's, you know, coming off that um, it's a 33-point comeback. <laughs> I think they're riding some momentum. Coming into this game, they're playing at home. They're playing the Giants. Uh, the Giants just they just they're just not playing great offensive football. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to say Minnesota wins by 10. I mean, it's got to be cold up in Minnesota, right? Well, yeah, they're probably going to be at like two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess they're in the dome. So it's, it's two degrees, but they play, in yeah, North. they're indoor, so they're all right. 70 <laughs> degrees, <laughs> 70 degrees. Um, God, it's going to be two degrees in Minnesota. That's nuts. Glad you don't live in Minnesota, huh? But back in the day, they used to play outdoors. Right, right. And they have not. They've, they've gone to four Super Bowls, and it was all in their playing outdoors. They have not been to a Super Bowl right. since they've been in the Dome. <laughs> so what do you think? Take the game yeah, outside for go, the playoffs. Take it outside, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this this was tough because I think the Giants really got to win this game. And so I think they're going to come out, play hard. 
And Minnesota's just so erratic. You know, they have a good offense most of the time. And uh, their defense just doesn't help them out much. Saquon's back healthy. I think that was hurting New York, their offense, for a couple weeks there. But Saquon looked really good last week. It looks like he's, you know, gaining steam back after his injury. So I, I think it'll be a good back and forth game. I just think Minnesota will probably get get it in the end and, and win by a touchdown. What yeah, do you got there? Is, this is a game where like the I saw a stat where they did a um thing where if you took all the losses by like three or less and then you flipped them, like so you know, in the games this year if you were in close games like that and flipped them around, you know, cause sometimes those games are like a coin flip. Minnesota right. be one and 13. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so, but I really appreciate what the giants are doing. They're just, they're overachieving big time and the Vikings are at home. Their offense is a lot better equipped to handle the giants. I mean, Thibodeau has been playing well, though, lately. But with Jefferson and Thielen and Cook, Hawkinson, I think they're going to win by probably 10. But I still think uh, Dayball should be coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a, a great case for that, especially if they end up in the playoffs. Um, but, you know, if Detroit ends up in the playoffs, I think there's a big yeah, uh, argument for Campbell, too. Yeah. Um, um, and also uh, – you know, Philly's had a great year. If they continue their run, you know, I mean, there's a couple scenarios, but I think he he definitely has to be in the conversation for sure. Uh, so let's see. So you, we're all in Minnesota on that one. So no swing there. Uh, let's see, Cincinnati at New England. Um. I think Cincinnati, even though they're on the road here, it's probably going to be cold in New England too. But Cincinnati's not, it's not like they're not used to that. You know, they're from a fairly cold place in the Midwest. So, a balmy 19 degrees. <laughs> 19. God, everybody's going to be cold. That's like a high. <laughs> yeah. That's for, the highest, for this week's that's game. That's the highest so far of all the games, pretty much. Or, uh, I think it, it feels like Cincinnati has, has gotten back to their game. They're gaining confidence and, Joe Burrow, when he gets confidence going, is as good as anybody. Uh, he's really a really a confidence-based quarterback uh, when he when he plays at a real high level when he is. So um, overall, I just think Cincinnati's a better team, even though it's in New England. I think they're going to come out and probably win this game by eleven or so. Yeah, obviously now we know it was the appendicitis for Burrow, right? That's why they right. started off slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean because. A good argument all ever since you know they've they're the hottest team in the nfl uh, pats are coming off the most one of the most embarrassing losses of all time <laughs> um pretty much i think looking at their schedule took them out of the playoffs i mean they're right. still technically in it but they've got a huge road to go through uh Bengals are playing on playing high they got the ravens losing lamar jackson so they're like we're gonna get the division 
Belichick can't stop all the weapons that the Bengals have. So I got the Bengals by 10. But you, Wes, you going to New England? <laughs> well, the real question is, is Mac Jones even going to show up for the game? After right. <laughs> I mean, Belichick's Belichick probably still got him in timeout. Like, no, you're in timeout. Yeah, you're done. But we need Zappy. Where's Zappy at? Man, I, I, I wish they never would have taken him out. To be honest with you, I mean, I mean, you know what? Zappy comes in the game. I might give New England a chance, like uh, you know, puncher's chance. But, but I mean, Joe Burrow's on fire right now. He's thirty-one touchdowns, ten interceptions. Um, Patriots run the ball decent. Stevenson's having a great year, but um, I just don't. They just don't have the weapons to match up with Bengals. Uh, I said Bengals by eight. Yeah, Mac Jones, man. Not only is it like embarrassing to have that happen to you, but just in general, he's always he's to me he's always seemed like kind of a a crybaby almost to where you know, he complains a lot or, you know, things don't go right. You know, it's, it's always someone else's fault. And I don't know. I, I, I would really have loved to see them just stay with Zappy when he was doing so well, like there was no reason to go away from him. I, I, I think, I think part of it is they want to see, they want to for sure. If this guy, if he's not the guy, we're going to find out he's not the guy. And it's pretty much, to me, I don't see how you cannot see that he is yeah. he is not the guy. They they're gonna need to get another quarterback. Um, but you know. It it's really infuriating being a Raiders fan to see how great of a job Josh McDaniels did as an offensive coordinator last year. Making people think, oh, Mac Jones is the best quarterback in this draft class, <laughs> right? right? Oh yeah. People were saying that. Yeah. Oh, what are, what were the 49ers thinking? You remember that? Like yeah. 49, the 49ers. What were the Jaguars no? thinking? People were saying that. Mm. Like, he should have gone number one. Right. Um talk about Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> it's freaking Mac Jones. Jeez. Like, uh. <laughs> like you know, it's just yeah. I mean, every it's, it's kind of like Dak Prescott. Everybody, it's like the media roots for Mac Jones. Whether they feel sorry for him, well, he's he's following, you know, he's 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 basically following in the st- footsteps of the go. Right. Oh, you know, poor him. You know, there must be a lot of pressure on him. It's called the NFL. You know, you get paid a lot of money to deal with that type of pressure. If you can't handle it, uh, go play for the Rams. I guess no, they won the Super Bowl, but yeah, I mean, go play, go play in the XFL. You know, it's it's it's. That's what it is. You're the quarterback, just like Zach Wilson. Sorry, you, you get paid a lot of money to be good. Did you hear that? Did you hear them boo him? Oh yeah, interception. That was brutal. Yeah. And well, shirt. you see, when they started cheering, when yeah. they brought the backup in too, like that was like the loudest the crowd has been all night. Yeah. They ran the back and they just go and, crazy. He has to quiet the guy? crowd. Where, where did, did they just get that guy out of the crowd? Like, hey, you know what? You want to play some football? Come out. I'll, get, I'll suit you up here. Oh, man. That was great. Uh, let's see. So, Detroit at Carolina. 
Uh, who's Derek? It's you. Yeah. Where is my lion's pen? <clears throat> Got to go with my lions. Lions are a three-point favorite. Um, they're besides the Bengals, the hottest team in the NFL right now. Panthers kind of shot the bet against the Steelers. Um, I think the Lions, the Lions have the top two rated pass rushing rookies and James Houston and Hutchinson, and they're coming together. Jameson Williams is back. He didn't do much last week, but that's a huge threat to have, though. Yeah. Um, so, and I just don't think the Panthers, they're, I mean, even though their division is horrible, I don't think they, they know they don't have a chance to make the playoffs. So I got the uh, Lions by 10. Yeah, what do you got, Wes? Yeah, I got the Lions here. It's just, just too many weapons. Yeah, Will, uh, James Wilson, he's going to, he's going to, He's going to open things up even more for St. Brown in the running game. Um, I think Detroit, you know, it's, I think Carolina plays hard, but I think Detroit can beat you so many different ways. I think they're just dangerous. And, you know, they like to be physical too. They like to run the football. I think you're going to see, I think they see them run, you know, just kind of run right at Panthers, um, wear them down. I don't see this game being close. They just don't have the firepower to keep up with the Lions. Say they win by 21. Wow. <laughs> They're going to just blow them out, huh? No. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree that Detroit's going to win the game for sure. Um, just because Carolina, they're just – they're hit and miss. Even when they're hit, though, they're not that great, you know. So, I don't think if Carolina plays – really well i think they would still slightly lose the game where if they just play average i think they lose the game you know by i got them losing by nine but uh, it could it definitely could go be more if it gets out of control but i still think detroit goes in there into carolina handles them all in agreement there let's see atlanta at baltimore it's us uh, I mean, Baltimore, <laughs> Baltimore, I mean, either team's playing very well. Baltimore is just reeling. Uh, but they are playing at home. Um, game time temperature, the warmest of the games yet, 20 degrees. Nice. So uh, I'm taking Baltimore by default because I just don't think that the Falcons are, you know, trying to break in Ritter, and it's just uh, – Baltimore needs this game. They're going to have any chance of, you know, kind of getting the division from the Bengals. They have to win this game. I think they win it by a field goal. Yeah, because that's all they're going to kick, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be like – There's going to be like field nine goals. field goals. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's hard to pick Atlanta, uh, but Baltimore is not playing well at all. But it is in Baltimore, right? They're at home, even though Baltimore tends to not play great at home. They they do have enough to win this game, I think. Their their defense is good enough. They have a decent running game. 
So I think Baltimore does have enough to win this game. Uh, I'm a, I think they'll, you know, take it by five. So I got Baltimore too. Yeah, when coming up and looking at the schedule, I'm like, oh, okay, Ravens are lost. Oh, nope, they're playing the Falcons. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's – the spread is seven and a half. That's kind of ridiculous, I think. They yeah. don't look good. Huntley isn't doing what he's was doing last year. Uh, but Dobbins had over 100 yards rushing last week. I think he's coming back, so – I give it's a heavy dose of Dobbins and Andrews probably, and that's it. And it's going to be like nine to six. Well, no, here let's play daily wager over under 34 and a half. Oh, that's got to be under. Under. I'm, I'm taking <laughs> totally under. under. That's got to be under. I mean, 34 and a half. That means, yeah. I that's think nine, like to, to, nine to six is a, a nine to six might be a pretty good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so all, all in agreement there. Baltimore is going to win, but an ugly game because both these teams aren't looking too good right now. Uh, let's see. Washington at San Francisco. I think this is a, a big game for both teams. Like if Washington wants to have any sort of chance, they obviously have to win, even though they are really killed their chances a little bit last week. Uh, San Francisco, obviously, best defense in the league. They and they look like it too, uh, and it's at home. The commanders don't look particularly great on offense. They look better, you know, they uh, than they were at the beginning of the season. So they have come together a little bit, but San Francisco's just too got too much for them. Uh, I don't think they blow them out though. I think Washington keeps it close, and I think San Francisco wins by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm in agreement here. Uh, although Chase Young is making his debut for the season, so that would be kind of big. Uh, but they're, it's, it's not going to help their offense, which is what they need help on. And the, the Niners, they they still got McCaffrey and Kittle's having a, an amazing year this year too. So I don't think the Commanders can score much. They didn't really do much against the Giants scoring-wise. So – I got the 49ers by seven also. What do you think, Wes? I got the 49ers here. Just, they're playing at home. Their defense is only allowing 15 points a game. Number one in the league. Uh, I think Washington does play them tough. But I just think, uh, you know, they – I guess say twenty three to seventeen, the forty niners here. I I think I think Purdy doesn't maybe doesn't have his best game because they, you know, commanders play good defense and everyone thinks that Purdy's you know, I mean, <laughs> what, what do, is he Steve Young or Joe Montana or is I he mean, according to the media, he's he's better than both of them. Yeah, he's Tom Brady two point right? Yeah, I mean, just crazy talk. Yeah, it's just uh, we we all root for the guy, I guess. Even though I'm not a 49ers fan so much, but you know, I don't even know. It's just I just don't think I I think he, it comes down to earth a little here. But that defense is just legit, and yeah. so and Taylor Heineke uh, lacks confidence, and you know, I just he's he's they're gonna probably rattle him. So I just take 49ers seven. 
Yeah, it's uh, I, Washington's defense, especially their line, defensive line, is real good. Now Chase Young coming back makes it even better. Uh, Purdy's going to get his first test, I think. I think you're right there. Uh, so let's see. Philadelphia at Dallas. Derek, what do you got? This was a toss-up for me because I was like, oh, well, Hurts is out. Okay, well, got to go Cowboys. But then I'm like, wait a minute. It's time for Minshew Mania, man. I know. Minshew's the man, Gardner Minshew. (laughs) The Eagles have probably the most talented roster in the NFL. And they have a history of a backup quarterback coming in for a quarterback that's playing at an MVP level and taking him to the Super Bowl, right? Right. (laughs) Gardner Minshew is better than Nick Foles. And I think uh, the Eagles are going to go into Dallas. Dallas is going to take them lightly because they're like, oh, Hertz isn't playing. We didn't. Um, and I got the Eagles winning by seven in Dallas. In Dallas. Tough one. Wes, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going with Gardner Flint Minshew the second. That's <laughs> <laughs> He's actually the second. That's a great name. Uh, yeah. How can you not like? That's yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna go with the Eagles too, just because uh, the Cowboys. Uh, I think they're the. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen so many Dak Prescott interviews this week. I just you know, <laughs> it's like I I would get sick of myself if I was Dak Prescott. I was like, stop! I don't want to. You know, I'm, I'm sick of me. You know, he gets up there and he just says, you know, I just, I'm not playing my best. It's like, no, you're not. You're throwing a lot of interceptions. And Jerry Jones said he played outstanding last week. Yeah, right. Dude. He played outstanding? That That's outstanding? Roger <laughs> Staubach, Troy Aitman, <laughs> freaking Tony Romo. I mean, come on. Danny White. I just White. think, again, <laughs> Danny White. What? <laughs> Plur or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Steve Plur. Um, I just I think it's gonna be a good game. I just think the Cowboys are gonna find a way to lose. I think Gardner Minshew, if you look at his stats, his career stats are not bad. I mean, he's a good backup. So I think he's play good. I think the Eagles are gonna win by uh, four points. Yeah, they did a comparison of uh Minshew's stats and uh um, Trevor Lawrence's stats, and it's not even close. Yeah, like Mitch, you had really good, pretty good stats over in Jacksonville. Um, I, I think he's a very formidable backup, and uh, Philly's definitely talented here. And I had Philly, and then I had Dallas, and I had Philly, and I, I ultimately I'm, I'm landing on Dallas. So we do have a, a swing game here. It's at home. I think Dallas really needs or wants to win this game. I don't know if they. It's not a need. I think it's a it's a want to win. They got embarrassed last week. I think they're going to come out and play real hard. And their defense looks pretty solid. So I think this is a big test. This is going to. They need to see like where they stand. You know, they they actually have to. This is their measuring stick. The only thing uh, I'll say about their defense be an important they, game. They struggled last week against Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville put up 40 points on. All right. And so I think 
they're going to have to readjust what they're doing because I, I know Jacksonville's playing good, but they put up 40 on them. And so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a high scoring game, close game. Um, and I just think I'm just going to take Dallas here by a field goal. So Cowboys better not let me down. Let's see, Vegas at Pittsburgh. U.S. Oh, my favorite. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I guess it's well, 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Oh, and so, Franco pass, too. Yeah. Terrible. So, you know, the Steelers are playing good. They're quietly uh, – in playoff contention, like by their fingernails, just kind of like the Raiders are. So you got two teams here that technically probably can't make the playoffs, but technically they're not eliminated, shot, <laughs> right? You still got a pulse, I guess. Uh, so I can't. I mean, I know the Raiders won last time they went to, to Pittsburgh, and but I remember all the years that. I mean horrific memories of them going to Pittsburgh. So I'm going to try to erase all those horrific memories of them losing and just remember last year them winning and I'm going to take the Raiders. Because I, I, if, because if I'm going to compare the Raiders weapons to the Steelers weapons, uh, Pickett's not going to, he's, he's not up on my list when it comes to the way that Devonta Adams is balling and Josh Jacobs is still playing well even though I think he's dinged up but still he's a tough guy he's gonna play and I didn't even look up the weather though I think that's a oh it's gotta be cold up in it's cold it's gonna be cold it's cold and, and windy it's a night game and they I see a snow oh. flurry at 11 degrees jeez <laughs> maybe um, a snow game I, I think that helps Josh Jacobs but also you know you got Najee Harris who's kind of a beast too um it, it, and I, you know, the, the Raiders. I got the Raiders here as well, but I think Pittsburgh could win this game. So it wasn't an easy pick, you know. I, I still believe that the Raiders are good, even though they just do, do some horrible things and they play so bad sometimes, and their coach sucks. And <laughs> Pittsburgh's playing better, you know. They're they're on a mini roll. The Pittsburgh's got a good defense. Their defense is starting to really yeah. come around. And that their defense can be kind of scary, like 49er mm -hmm. in a sense. So Derek Carr's got to be careful, you know, for once. He needs to be careful. Yeah, I just think they, they got to rely on Josh Jacobs here. And if if they get Jacobs enough touches, I think they can win this game. And so I'll, I'd take the Raiders by six here. Got some interesting tidbits on this game. First, I agree with you that it will probably be a Jacobs game, but the Steelers have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Besides their rushers of Highsmith and Watt and then Minka Fitzpatrick, they don't have much in coverage-wise. So depending on how the wind is, Devontae Adams could have a huge game, especially with Waller and Renfro back. You yeah. can't really double or, tri you know, triple team them. Um, also, Mike Tomlin, one and four against the Raiders. Career. 
Brutal. Just not last year, Wes. He's one and four <laughs> against the Raiders. I, you know what? I'm just thinking about. I'm thinking about. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about this. I've watched too many '70s games. Yeah. I'm not thinking current. They're just it's sketched in my brain. Well, and '80s and, and '90s. <laughs> and then I was leaning toward Steelers because of when Frank, the great Franco Harris, died. Because that's a huge yeah. emotional thing for the Steelers. But then this is a huge emotional game for the Raiders. How many Raider greats do you think have been like, you know, they're going to, we're going into their place. They're going to be showing this embarrassing footage of how we got screwed out of another chance for a Super Bowl. And it's, it's going to put a chip on the Raiders shoulder because right. they're going in there, the pomp and circumstance of 50 years of ha ha ha. We beat you on an illegal play. The first step <laughs> rule pretty much. Right. That's funny. They, yeah. You go in you go into Pittsburgh Airport. I've been there a few times. There's a statue of Franco Harris in the airport. So when all the players come in from the airport, they're gonna see Franco Harris here doing this. So <laughs> yeah, I got the Raiders by three, but who knows with Josh McDaniels? They'll probably go up by 30 and then they'll just <laughs> kneel. Or do something stupid. It'll be a tie. Load up time. They'll just do wedge. He'll do wedge the entire yeah. second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was that was a it was a tough game to pick. Um, but like I said, I gotta believe that the Raiders overall are a better team than Pittsburgh. But they well, just have, have had horrible coaching this year. And then too, the other big fact is your friend Kenny Pickett is back. Right. Four touchdowns <laughs> to eight interceptions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kick it, man. Jeez. This poor guy. Okay, let's see what we got here. We got Green Bay at Miami. Um, I mean, in Miami, Miami needs to win. Green Bay just doesn't look very good to me. Uh obviously <laughs> their receivers still can't run routes or catch the ball. <laughs> So in Green Bay, apparently. Uh, so I think Miami has too much offense for them, and uh, they're going to win this game by 10. It, it should be fun to watch. Yeah. This will be. This is an interesting game because the Packers are actually still have a chance at a playoff spot. <laughs> they're saying there's a chance. <laughs> they're saying there's a chance. And, you know, the Dolphins – their schedule in the last few weeks is going to be tough. And you, and in the past few years, they have had a late season swoon where they keep, they lose. Right. Um, but I still have the the Dolphins winning this game because I just don't <laughs> think the Packers are that good. Like you said, it's at home. The Dolphins are like, oh, thankfully we get some warm warmness here. Um, yeah. Tyreek Hill is going to have a big game. I say the Dolphins by 10. Yep. Wes, we got. I mean, you know why the Dolphins have a late season swoon all the time? It's because they're Dolphins. They like the sun. They like the heat. You know? <laughs> it's like it's cold. It's going to be 55 degrees game time in Miami, but that's not very warm for, you know, the Dolphins here. They like, they like the sun. But. They are playing the Packers, and the Packers, yes, are technically alive, but not really. And Aaron just 
Aaron just looks unhappy. I mean, he just looks depressed. Like post game, he's just like, we just suck, but we have a chance. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's that's the way he acts, and they do. But I think Dolphins are going to do enough to um, to beat the Packers. I hope so. It's Christmas Day games, Christmas Day morning. That's right. Wake up, open some presents, and watch, watch football. football. <laughs> they're, actually- uh, they're all on TV too, right? They're all, I, I'm, I'm, they got to be all on TV. There's only three games. They're all yeah, right? Fox, CBS, and NBC. Sadly, yep. one of the games is the Broncos, which I think I'll just take a nap for that one. You just <laughs> well, let's yeah, let's get to the the Broncos at the Chargers. Uh, Derek. Stupid Broncos. It's Broncos Rams. Oh, yeah, Rams. I'm sorry. I was looking, I was looking at the Why can't Monday they flex night. flex that game. You can't flex those games out. Yeah. Broncos at the Rams. Well, they thought this would be a good game, you know, beginning of the year. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking here. Is it Russell Wilson or Brett Rippon? <laughs> Does it matter? Well, um, this is such a tough one because they're both such garbage teams right now. I still haven't picked this one. I'm going to go Rams because they're at home. Um, yeah, I just they're both offenses aren't doing very well. The Broncos defense is kind of taking some hits lately. Uh, they won last week, but yeah, this is. This is just going to be a bad game to watch. I recommend everyone just spending time with their family on Christmas instead of watching this game. <laughs> yeah, that's dinner time. I come up into dinner time anyway because we're going to eat early. So we, uh, I'll just be missing that one, no problem. Yeah, save save it for the Nuggets. Play a couple hours after that. You know, <laughs> you can save save your Denver time for that game. Um, <laughs> You know, you got Russell. I, I mean, who's? I, I think uh, Rippin's got to be starting because uh, I just don't think they want Wilson playing anymore for the rest of the year. Uh, got Rippin. I think he's like third from the last in just being a quarterback in the NFL stat wise. He's like third to last. He's like at the bottom. Like it's a. Uh, so he, I guess you can only go up up from there uh but i think you got a you got a quarterback duel between ripon and baker mayfield <laughs> and um i'm gonna give the edge to baker because he just he's has more nfl experience even though it's a lot of it's bad experience especially after last week i thought he might have turned a corner actually he turned down an alleyway last <laughs> week because he just looked like like Baker, like just no confidence. I don't know what I'm doing, even though I'm a number one pick somehow. Like that's the number one pick. And Zach Wilson's num- number two. Number two. <laughs> Who's evaluating these guys? Yeah. Like what is this? Like, is this fortune cookie football here? Like, dude, it sounds good to me. Or the eight, the eight ball, like, oh yeah, sounds good. But they've been doing that for years with a picking still. Remember what Achilles right. Smith 
Yeah. Plus, Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Tim Couch. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. I got a. I got Baker because I just think by default uh, they're playing at home, and I think they'll score enough. They'll score more points than the Broncos because the Broncos are the Broncos. <laughs> can't score. Um, it's gonna be a swing game because I, I I'm landing on Denver here. <laughs> For their defense, uh, I think both these teams are trash, uh, but Denver's defense is better, and the Rams did not look good against Green Bay last week. <laughs> and yeah, I think they didn't look good against you know the Raiders, but somehow they won that game. You know they they didn't deserve to win it, so I, I just think the Rams aren't very good. And it's hard to it's hard to pick them in any game, so I'm gonna go with Denver here in a close. Ugly battle of field goals. Brett Rippon is is forty six in the NFL in passing. <laughs> there we go. Uh, let's see what we got. We got Tampa at Arizona West. I uh, I got Tampa here just because Arizona is just in flux. They're just they're you know. Their season's over. Uh, Tampa's playing for the division. I say they take the division because why not? Every team in that division is not very good. So and, bad. Uh, and just looking at Brady, is it me or has he lost like 50 pounds? Like he just looks. He's on that like, divorce it's like diet. Sucked, it's like Giselle sucked the life out of him in all his money. <laughs> Like here, let me just take your wife. Like he just looks like he had a blood transfusion. Looks, <laughs> looks very, looks you know. But I think they're playing. You know, they're playing Arizona, and they should win. Uh, win by eight points. Yeah, I, I agree. Arizona doesn't have a whole lot to play for. They have a terrible team morale. Uh, Tampa, at least for the first half of last of last week's game, looked like Tampa again for a minute. Uh, you know, for two quarters. And if they play like that, you know, they should easily win this game. But they won't play like that. They'll just play better than Arizona. So I got Tampa by a touchdown here. The NFL has given us a Christmas present. It's called Spend Time with Your Families because all our <laughs> Christmas Day games are garbage. Right. <laughs> I was like, these are our games. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, the Cardinals are starting Trace McSorley. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. That's awesome. Yeah, the Bucks Bucks win by default. They're gonna make the playoffs by default. It's kind of yeah. ridiculous. Uh, and then you know, in the footnotes, it'll be like Brady's so awesome. He made the playoffs. Blah blah blah. When he was this old age. Yeah. Like, <laughs> At seven and and ten. No no no. <laughs> No, here's what's gonna happen. I changed my brain's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm gonna lose the last two games, right? And I'm still gonna win the division just because you know what? I'm gonna be the guy that loses that many games on yeah. purpose and still goes for another record. And then I get to play the Cowboys at home and then we right. beat them. <laughs> and then beat them. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, watch yeah. them go seven to ten and then win the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
There would be lots of things destroyed in my house if that happened. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so you got Tampa as well? Yeah. Yep. All right. So last game here, uh, Chargers at Indianapolis. I mean, I don't even know what Indianapolis is. Like, how do you lose a 33-point lead? How do you score 33 points when you're that awful? <laughs> you know, and then you then you lose it. It's like it looked like the biggest blowout was about to happen. They're up 33 at halftime. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel gosh. like I got I was getting scammed the whole yeah. time. It's like it's like, what is this? You're up by 33. It's like, what is yeah. going on here? I'm like, you know, I'm getting it then, was, that I'm like, geez. Well, because Matt Ryan, he needed the largest ever uh, you know come back against him because he already has the other ones. So he needed this one too. So he had the largest Super Bowl comeback against him. He had the largest conference championship comeback against him. So he needed the the largest in general too. So um another stat for Matt Ryan. But the Chargers can't not lose this game. They have to win this game and Indianapolis isn't great. I think the Chargers offense is coming back around. Uh they're they're healthy again. And they they look real good when they're healthy. So I got Chargers here by two touchdowns. This would be the ultimate Charger game. Because there's no reason they should lose to the Colts. <laughs> no reason. Nick Foles is starting now. So they're going with Nick Foles <clears throat> for the Colts. Um, everything on paper says that the Chargers are going to win. But don't be surprised if they, they blow it. <laughs> but, yeah, I have the Chargers winning. Hopefully they make the playoffs and the ownership doesn't realize they need to fire their coach because I want him to stay. Yeah. So I got the Chargers winning only by three because they're going to try and charger it, but then uh, the Colts are the Colts. So <laughs> they're just it. too bad, huh? <laughs> Not even the Chargers could blow this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh... What do you got, Wes? It's it, it, we're gonna flip it this week. It's gonna be the Chargers are gonna go up by thirty, right? And the Colts are gonna come back, and they'll only lose by twenty-seven. So I got the Chargers, <laughs> uh, not by twenty-seven. I think seventeen. Yeah, I just think, yeah. Uh, Nick Foles is interesting because he does have a Super Bowl ring, and he did play well for a couple games and they were probably the most important games of his life and the city of Philadelphia's. But I just, I never can, I can never figure the guy out. Like, no, I thought you're decent. You're good. Right. And then he's not good. You know, like, but you kind of think like, no, he's good. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not like, good. It's like, it's like Matt Ryan, him, you know, it's like flip a coin. Who, who's good. No, neither of us. You know, tails. <laughs> so, I think we're we're all in agreement there, right? Uh, only a few swing games, so a couple important ones out there. We're getting down to these last few weeks. You guys got to make your move soon here. 
I'm just going to pick the opposite of you next week. <laughs> yeah, the next, next two weeks, just go completely opposite. I'm going I'm to pick the Broncos next week. That's how, <laughs> that's how desperate I'm going to get next week. I am the uh, Commanders. I'm going to pick the I, Commanders. I, I got the Broncos play. this week. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's our week this week. Uh, fantasy football podcast, man, didn't go well last week. But we're in the playoffs. I need a big week here. Uh, Derek, I think you were a little bit behind, but not too much. No, I'm winning now, but I lost Hertz and Taylor. Oh, brutal. Yeah. That Hertz is a big loss because he scored a lot of points for you. Taylor um, played for like three plays or so and got hurt. So if I would have not had him in and had uh, Stevenson in, I'd be up yeah. by like 20 right now. Yeah, it sucks because I yeah you got to... I scored the second amount of points and I still you know for the week and still uh, lost my week, <laughs> but luckily it's a two week so it's a rolling two weeks. So we add them both up. I need a real big game. Uh, oh, wait, I am losing by point two four now. Yeah, but uh, I think you have a good chance to to advance. If I if I advance, it's going to take a all miracle. I mean. Well, it's like it's hard when Jared McKinnon gets him 30 points. Yeah, that's so stupid. How does Jared McKinnon get him 30 points? Yeah. Well, he had two catching touch, uh, receiving touchdowns, you know, and or maybe, you know, it was a long run, it was a a good run and a catching one, but whatever, you know, it's and he caught the ball like 10 times too, you know, he's like a receiver out of the backfield. But if, if Miami doesn't have a good week, like, so if, he his team runs off Waddle and Hill, you know. So if if Miami struggles against Green Bay, then you know I have a chance because my team's You're pretty solid. The Chiefs and the Seahawks needs to be a shootout, Steve. Yeah, uh, I'm always my team always scores like one twenty. You know, one my I think my average is one thirty for the year, right? But they I'm always in that one twenty to one thirty area, one forty area. So. My, I think my team's gonna score the same amount of points it always does. What I need is his team to do bad. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So that's uh, the podcast update there. And then in our other league, we're both in the playoffs too, and the same thing happened. I scored like 125, and his team goes off for 150 some. Yeah, I scored 127, and I'm losing by six. Right. But yeah, you cool. had. To... You're uh, you're down, only down by ten though. Yeah, I had uh, I had Ingram today. He gave me almost twenty points. Oh yeah, eighteen. So so that helped. That's a good start to the week in that one. Uh, I think in that league, I have I could come back and I could win that. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. But I have a, a pretty strong team. So that's uh man, I hate yeah. this is what I hate about fantasy football. It's like you play all week, you win, you score more points than everybody, and then you have a bad week and it's like over. Or you lose your quarterback right, right. playoffs. <laughs> and then there's no backups available. No. Well, I, I think I just released Tom Brady. You can have him. I'm I'm writing um I think I'm writing Minshew. Yeah. 
I, I that's I, I saw that's a fine pickup, you know, because no, he's going to throw the ball a lot. He's still got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, you know, so it's uh, he, he's still going to get his yards. He'll probably throw for three hundred. Oh, and this is why I'm losing now. Is he had the Jets today and they got him two points, so that oh. that helps me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a good start. I'm riding Baltimore this week with Andrews and Dobbins and their defense. So wow, yeah, yeah. I need the Seahawks to have a big game. Uh, that's why it sucks that it's so cold because Kansas City and Seattle normally that would be a you'd think it'd be a shootout, you know. So Plus, give me back uh, Fields. <laughs> Yeah, Fields may may not play much though. You never know. I don't know. I think I I'd shut him down, but that's just me. Yeah. All right. Well, good stuff, guys. Any uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting Christmas Eve. Gonna miss my Raider game, depending on the weather. Could be locked in here, so. Right. But, uh, that's hard thing with the football games on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. You got family you got to do first. So, yeah, luckily the Christmas Eve stuff, there's most of the games are early. Right. So that helps me because we don't do anything till the nighttime. Um, cold week, right? This is going to be, uh, this is like the first real, like, cold, cold week everywhere. Yeah. And so it should be, it's always think it changes the game so much, you know, when it's cold like that, because now you, you really got to rely on the running game. You have more turnovers, you know, lots of things can change. Yeah. I mean, just thinking like for, if you're a receiver, like when the ball, when you're catching the ball, it hurts so bad, especially at the NFL level, because they're throwing so hard. I don't. I don't like catching a, a real quarterback, NFL quarterback ball, like when it's warm out. Like they throw, they throw hard. Just imagine if your hands are freezing. Right. Oh man. Lots of players uh, wearing gloves. Right. Sweet, good stuff, guys. Uh, for everybody listening, thanks for uh, listening. Don't forget to drop a like and a subscribe on uh, on our podcast on YouTube if that's where you're seeing it. Um, if you're just listening on there, uh, appreciate you continue listening and we'll catch you guys next time. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody. <laughs>